0: Hello, and welcome to Stories of the Uncharted Territories.
1: Territories. I love how it's sometimes stories and sometimes tales.
0: Yeah, well, what is the difference between a story and a tale? One's for wagging. (laughs) Hello, everyone.
1: I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. I realise that we don't introduce ourselves very often. Oh, no,
0: we don't, no. I I, I assume that people who listen to us at this point kind of know who we are, hopefully, maybe. yeah. You but still, so, yeah,
1: but yeah. So we we do uh, so farscape, and in the weeks between farscape episodes, we like to read bits of fan fiction. Now we've gotten a lot of excellent suggestions. Unfortunately, some of those suggestions are for episodes that. I have spoilers for episodes that you've not seen yet. Yes,
0: okay. so we have to kind of wait for those episodes to come, go past, and then we can uh, read those.
1: And some of them are a little on the short side, and then I look for, yeah. like, how many... Uh, do we get a few of those in a row, like last time when yeah. we did two stories and that were we'll around the end of season one? And some of them are gigantic novel-length epics. Yeah, which... Maybe, not happening. Well, never say never. No, well... But so, today I had a quick browse Mm -hmm. and I found something that I think would be a lot of fun to read together. And would you like to read the title?
0: The title is, today's story is Rigel and the In Crowd.
1: Yes. By
0: Kixar? Yes, double
1: (sighs) I think we've seen that name before. I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, well, I'll just try to pronounce it the Finnish way and go Kixar. But there's two X's. Yeah, Kixar. Oh, Kixar. Yeah. (laughs) I <laughs> Like that, yeah. Finnish is one of those
1: languages where you pronounce every letter. It's so sensible. It's like yes. Welsh as well. Well, well, yes, just, but
0: yeah, but in Welsh, like letters frequently change completely depending on the preceding or following letters. They're no, not...
1: there's just digraphs oh, sometimes. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Like a W is always an U. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Drug and, yeah. and, and Maur.
0: So, the loose robe is a no no in the modern Hynerian's go go, is the summary for this story.
1: (laughs) Authors note written for Hosgal in the Rigel. Ficathon! Thick-a-thon. Oh, there was oh, another. There
0: was ma- oh, <laughs> Ooh, we're going to have to look into this. We are excited now.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so uh, 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 we always request like fanfic submissions. Uh, uh, you can get in touch with it at so slash fanfic, and then there's a form where you can send it to us. If you know where the rest of this ficathon is, or if you participated, especially if you participated, please let us know and and, and send us some other ones. We might be able to do those too.
0: Okay, so this is going I'm, I'm to. I'm quickly scanning a little bit ahead in the story here because yes. I'm going to try and have to find out who the f- Frel is who here. I think that's a random person that we don't know. Yeah.
1: I think it's a new character that it starts yeah. with, and then the next one, I think, is Rigel. That's my guess. So That sounds reasonable. You could just invent a new. You can do a fun voice. All right. Right, Grandad. Watch up for today. A nice
0: dip in the slime.
1: <laughs> I can't tell if you're Mickey Mouse or Tinkerbell. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> I was perusing your shop with no advertisement, and it mentioned...
0: Hold on, you pursue us, do you, Grandad? Peruse, do you? Peruse, sorry, yeah. Per- reading not good enough, for you? Do you peruse your paper over your fibre flakes of a morning? <laughs> the attendant snickers then nods at the mousy girl behind him. Hey, Marvine, we've got a peruser.
1: Okay, so the mousy one is going to... How am I going to talk I more have no idea. mousiness? I <laughs> Oh, no, it's Rigel that talks. Uh, well, y- your rather bad advertisement mentioned refreshment and rejuvenation.
0: Well, don't get me wrong, Grandad, but you look like you could do with a bit of both. The man studies him critically. When when was the last time you got lucky, Grandad? I beg your pardon? Book a session and you get a free draw on the raffle, don't you? The attendant waves the tickets under the Rigel's nose. Oh, okay, at least we got Rigel, right? Yes,
1: <laughs> I see... He rubs his palms together, raffle ticket fluttering from his fingers. Right, then. We've got the... Wait, Okay, no. Oh, right. Right, then. We've got the only sessions for 250 credits, or you can have the full works. That's with an ex-grandad. Mud soak, buddy wrap, and our deluxe sunbake treatment for 325 credits all up. We cake them, then we bake them. whole thing goes for two arms, or
0: go to woe, as I like to say. (laughs) From soak to stroke sounds more appropriate.
1: <laughs> Whoa, old-timer, you're killing me! The attendant clutches at his heart theatrically, his grin overriding the pretense of danger. Don't tempt me! But don't fear of that, Grandad! The man pauses to laugh, ha-ha, then barrels on. Full treatment also includes a complimentary robe. You have a choice of three
0: colours. Rigel's eyes narrow in calculation. <laughs> a robe, you say? The man leans over to inspect Rigel's badly frayed over- coverall. What? No.
1: If you're into philanthropy, the local orphanage is looking for rags to stuff their toys. What? Rags to stuff their toys, Granddad! <laughs> the man re- repeats. It's in all caps, dude. I don't know, yeah, I, what know, you know. I know, I know. I like... <laughs> the man repeats pedantically. As Marvine snickers, he turns to a small display, flexing his fingers until his knuckles crack. Just a few preliminaries before we start, right? Have you ever had a bad
0: back? I am so sorry for doing that voice. I thought that the grandad i thought the granddad was actually going to be like maybe Rigel's grandkid, so I was going for a little Timmy voice. Oh, you were
1: going for a little. Oh yes, <laughs> but, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is fine. This is fine. I mean, there's, there's there's probably people who sound like that. At least we don't have to sound like uh, uh, when Maldus was pretending to be a
0: shopkeeper. <laughs> Rigel shifts uncomfortably. No.
1: Sinus trouble? No. Blackouts and or dizziness? No. Have you ever had your leg over, Grandad? No. I, I, I mean, yes. Just check and see if you're still
0: awake. <laughs> Rigel thumps his small hand on the counter and glares imperiously. I wish to speak to the manager.
1: You're speaking to him. Wrinkles. Right. One more thing. Oh, you're speaking to him, wrinkles. Right. One more thing. You got any skin infections, rashes or any... Uh... The man winks slyly. Lingering complaints? I assure you... You can assure away, old-timer, but I run a hygienic soak spa here. The only one this size of a coconut And I don't want anything dropping off and clogging my filters. A yes or no, we'll be fine. I'm loving this guy. <laughs> then, no. The proprietor turns to Marvin with a tut and a shake of the head. Ulsters? So tetchy.
0: <laughs> Rigel wallows in his allotted space in the rejuvenating mud, splashing it idly with the palms of his hands. He takes a handful Where, and, and rubs mud? it on his belly. Since when
1: does he like mud? Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah, he, he's
0: not into the mud usually, but yeah. <clears throat> Maybe this is the right kind of mud. Oh, yeah. So it's rejuvenating mud. Oh, he takes a handful and rubs it on his belly, spiralling inward circle until he takes his finger away, leaving a small peak. Then he places his hand over the peak and squelches it down until the rich mud trickles down his sides. He can't understand why the others would con- wouldn't would accompany him to this small piece of Hynerian heaven. Trimming, toning, firming, gurgling and bliss.
1: Are you ready?
0: Marvin calls for the curtaining. I'm going to switch to the pressure vents. Vent away, good lady, uh, Rigel m- 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 murmurs. Well, wow. <laughs> bracing for the there. Gl- gurg- uh. Excuse me. Bracing for the gluggy uprush of mud and warmed air.
1: Edit, edit, edit. Quick note to self. There was some... Kay did some gurgling er- earlier. And oh. Let's hope that I actually recognise this spot and that it's not in the episode because we do not episode edit these episodes very much. <laughs> okay. When it comes, it takes his breath away. It massages his back, his neck, his shoulders. The caressing torrent lifts up his feet and hands. Oh, he croons, eyelids fluttering.
0: You all right, sir? I can fetch the medic. I'm fine. I assure you I'm not about to... If you say so, sir. Marvin pulls the curtain shut and pads away to tend to the other clientele.
1: If I could only get this bottled,
0: Rigel whines, bringing up a brimming green handful and slapping it down heartily
1: on his nether regions. His toes flex and he shivers in delight. Oh, yeah, baby, yeah. Well? Well, what? John looks up from a pile of catalogues and rubs at his eyes. Catalogue.
0: <laughs> Rigel replaces his earbrow comb into his handrests, shutting it with a decisive snap. Do I look refreshed? Rejuvenated? Huh? Is my skin glowing? My complexion tight? My... Stop there, please. Just stop there. Well, is it?
1: John manages an appraising look. Complexion, complexion. You see, that's a word I wouldn't normally associate with you. Why can't I have a complexion? Because girls
0: of 16 have complexions. (laughs) That's conniptions, but... (laughs) Oh, 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 boo! (laughs) My complexion was the talk of the court. Why can't it be again? What, you going to send them a skin sample? Mother always said my colouring was my best feature. Jeez, can we change the subject? But am I glowing, Crichton? Am I
1: tighter? Tauter? <laughs> John's eyes flick around the room like a drowning man. Then he relaxes, cups a hand to his ear.
0: Oh, I have to go. Aaron's calling me. Have you noticed a certain rejuvenation? Rigel croons, ignoring the patent lie and rubbing a fond hand around a rope-clad thigh.
1: Rigel, are you having sex with yourself?
0: As good as, <laughs> Rigel replies blithely, lifting his hand and rippling his small fingers in the air by way of demonstration.
1: All oh, right, I can live without a Heinarian self-help tutorial. You might learn something new, Crichton. Variety is the spice of life, but it can give you heartburn. John rises from the table and approaches with a catalogue rolled in his hand. Here, take a look at this, he says, using it to gently poke Rigel's stomach. What's this? I found it down in some funky shop side. Place caters only for munchkins of the Hynerian size. Trim, taut and glowing
0: munchkins. <laughs> Rigel's soft glower follows John back to his seat. The human glances furtively at the door and returns to his pile of interesting catalogues. I wonder mm. if that's like the underwear section of... Uh, no. Yeah, these are swimsuits. The, 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 the Sebastian, Sebastian swimsuit. Uh,
1: <laughs> Rigel. What would Hynerian
0: swimsuits be like? Like, they're aquatic species anyway. It's like I guess so it's, it's like, yeah, you know, birthday suits. I guess. Oh, yes, that makes sense. Right, they have special I've sex seen, hats. i never really seen Rigel with a hat, have we? No. No. So maybe it is their special thing. Ooh. Rigel hovers a little closer. Ladies underwear of the more skimpy kind, if he's not mistaken. Fur, fabric and more. Peeking out from, well... Endowed curves of sinus bodies. There's
1: a dash there, it's well endowed. It's not well, was, ugh, oh duh. sorry, because
0: I was like I thought because there's like a, a dash between more oh, you thought and it was a
1: hyphenation. Right. Oh okay. Yeah,
0: sorry, I, I, yeah you're right. Yeah, and more. Peeking out from well endowed curves of sinus bodies. He'd move closer, but then he does have his reputation as a paragon of virtue to keep <laughs> intact. Much simpler to snurch it later. Ooh, snurch, I like that word.
1: That's the word for steel. I we learned so. that from uh, uh, Chiana. Oh, or, no, no. She uh, you hear snurching that stuff, and then and then Rigel says, "I don't snurch. I procure."
0: Mm. When I, must, I, mu- I remember the scene, but I uh, it, somehow it didn't sink in at a, a uh,
1: bugs life that's one eighteen.
0: Oh, that's amounts? a lot. That's yeah, a okay. but there's yes. even
1: a, there's even a, a, a website that I. Uh, peruse for research, called mm-hmm. the Snurcher's Guide to the Uncharted Territories. Oh, <laughs> it's a it's a standard part of my uh, my research packet. Oh, very episode. good, yes. When Crichton, when Crichton's forgotten he's there and is murmuring "cheep" over and over again like a mantra. <laughs> only then does he unroll the catalogue, placing it upon his knee. He focuses his
0: eyes on the garish cover. Harnarians of distinction, he reads aloud. John starts and glances up, a surreptitious arm resting over his finger-grubbed page. Yeah, sorry, dude. Hate to tell you this, but embroidered velvet is out. (gasps) Cruel... uh, Cruel? Cruel is cruel, man. The loose rope is a no-no in the modern Hynerian's go-go. How long did that take you to decipher? All the time you were bubbling to ecstasy. Rigel frowns,
1: then studies the Hynerian couple on the cover. An intimate evening dinner on a wrought iron balcony. The couple, arms winding around each other in an improbable but loving fashion, are each drinking wine from the other's glass. On the horizon, five suns set in a fiery sky. Rigel snorts in disdain before his eye is caught by the male's purple tailored suit, his flamboyant yellow cravat, and the outrageous red tartan beret that completely covers his eyebrows. Hats! There we go. He's got
0: a sex hat <laughs> on. <laughs> Colourful, he manages Fingers running along his suddenly worn and shapeless robe oh. A finger snags in a hole And his mind filled with sad-eyed children Stuffing toys with worn velvet rags Is that rag for bin? For the rag bin, mister? A tattered orphanage tyke asks hopefully Looking up from his half-stuffed Oh, <laughs> Philanthropy, Rigel murmurs Picking listlessly at an abraded seam
1: Yeah, colourful, John echoes, not quite catching Rigel's Rigel's mumbling. What the in-crowd in Hyneria are wearing this season.
0: Rigel blinks his way back to the present and and John's dismayingly sincere face. I'll take this away and study it carefully.
1: Gotta keep up with the trends, little dude. When you get your throne back, you've got a billion subjects who'll be studying every pleat of your safari suit, every fold of your velvet strides. The responsibility... John shakes his head and sighs. Man, there's some pressure,
0: and I'm not talking seams. For some reason, I'm thinking of our uh, mutual friend who's into his Hugo Boss stuff, so... <laughs> <laughs> A very well-dressed
1: young gentleman <laughs> yes. he is.
0: Yes, pressure, Rigel murmurs, already nose-down in the catalogue and hovering from the room. His pudgy fingers caress the glossy pages and run along, uh, run along the snappy lines of the latest Hynerian suits. Hynerians of distinction, like me. He barely
1: notices Aaron pass by, or the crash of a chair, and John's startled cry. Hynerians of distinction, like me. Oh, you know, I really, really love this, and I wish this was an episode already. Oh, just going on a shopping trip where yeah. you don't get like mauled by whatever—just actual by shopping. Molders. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh well, I've got the easy part. I
0: wish to enter your august establishment. The doorman looks at Rigel uncertainly.
1: Oh, here comes a voice. Everybody, here comes a voice. <laughs> oh, now you're putting out the pressure. He's, he's,
0: he's picking one.
1: I can see him racking his brain. Now he's done the high-pitched one. I've done the low pitch one. What's he going to do?
0: Does, sir, uh, have an appointment? Ooh. Appointment? Excuse me, sir. The doorman waves Rigel away to admit two customers into the shop. I trust you will find something to your satisfaction, he says mechanically. Ushering the hovering Hynerians inside. Oh, there's more Hynerians here now. Whoa! Oh. Appointment, Rigel repeats, staring at the doorman glumly as the door clicks shut.
1: I am a dominar. I have no need of appointments.
0: The dormant's incre- uh, the dormant's incredulity. 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 Wow, know. that's a really weird way to parse that word. Really I've is. never actually seen that word. Like, re- so, English is like that. The dormant's incredulity blooms on his face, immediately followed by a vague weariness. I don't want any unpleasantness, sir. If you're looking for a meal and some warmer clothing, <laughs> there's a vagrant's drop-in <laughs> centre just down. Rigel blinks in confusion. Drop-in centre? We have standards to maintain. Vagrant's. Riff-raff. He shrugs and grasps the door's handles harder.
1: This is intolerable. riff indeed. I demand to speak to your manager.
0: A hand lands on Rigel's shoulder, making him jump. I don't know, Ridge. Domino riff has got a certain ring to it.
1: Crichton, where have you been? You're supposed to be acting as my fashion advisor.
0: John licks his red-stained lips and wipes pink and fingers on the cloth clutching in his hand. I found a taffy booth. <laughs> Rigel bristles,
1: you undertook this serious responsibility.
0: And I aim to see it through, little dude. Coming up, one set of snappy duds for the dominar of distinction.
1: If they let us in, Rigel responds sourly.
0: John tucks his handkerchief back in his pocket and withdraws his wallet. He flashes both a smile and a wad of currency pledges at the doorman. Currency pledges, interesting. Pledges, yeah,
1: Yeah, nice.
0: He turns back to Rigel and whispers confidingly, Charm and money talks.
1: So this uh, gentleman is with you, sir. I'll have to put it on extra because look, <laughs> yeah. I already speak like a fancy boy.
0: <laughs> the doorman says, jerking a perfunctory thumb at Rigel. John places a reassuring and sticky hand on the doorman's <laughs> shoulder while shoving a reassuring and sticky currency pledge into the man's grubby mitt. Don't worry, John whispers, this scrubs up real good. Sorry, he scrubs up real good.
1: If you say so, sir, the man sniffs, pasting a grin on his stiff features as he pulls the door open. I trust that you will both find something to your satisfaction.
0: <laughs> I doubt it, John <laughs> mutters, entering the <laughs> shop, Rigel hovering behind him. But then again, those Darton berets could come in handy on Moya's cold night cycles.
1: The berets! The sex berets! Sex parades, right of course, equally, angling his throne sled to the display that had also caught John's eye. He runs a tentative hand over the merchandise, choosing a vibrant yet red and yellow check. What do you think? he asks, holding it out for John to see.
0: Well, if you're planning on playing a round of golf with Ronald McDonald, John Whoa. toys with the black pumpkin before replacing it on the stand. Uh, I'd suggest something more restrained, something a little more dignified.
1: No imagination, that, John. Rigel wheels the tattered catalogue like a machete, slashing it through the air to make his point. But colour is in! Drab is out! Damn right, Rigel. (laughs) Drab is a no-no, I want (laughs) a go-go! He petulantly retakes the beret, plonks it on his head, and zooms over to the shirt section before Crichton can stop him. There's a flower-festooned purple number with a wide collar that's caught his fancy. (gasps) Oof. I'm 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 loving this. I am a gentleman who appreciates a purple shirt.
0: Mm. So and um, a pom pom, and a, at least a beret.
1: <laughs> I've never done a beret yet. I've done well French style berets, right. but with no. the uh, yeah. they're caps. They're not this.
0: Fair point. God. Oh shit! I had a good one earlier. Uh,
1: it's the same assistant.
0: Is it now? It's no, the fancy man? It, was, it was not the doorman. I mean, oh, that was, that was okay, no,
1: okay, so here comes another great voice from Kay.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: Look, the pattern is, you only have to do it for a few lines, and then somehow it shifts, and then I have to do it for the rest <laughs> of the time, so...
0: Oh, shit, sorry, I really need to think about this for a second now. Uh, uh, voice. We've uh, we done high pitch, we've done, like... Uh, there are different accents. I know, but I'm, I'm, like I'm, 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 I'm always, like, I, language. I, I, I always have trouble with, like, keeping my English accents... Consistent, let's put it like this.
1: Okay, so here's a quick sort of uh, uh, voice guide because I do another podcast called yeah. The Voice of Dog for stories for the furry community.
0: And one of the things you can do
1: is if you don't want to pick a particular accent, mm-hmm. you can still choose a voice by making a facial expression.
0: So, like uh-huh. giving yourself an underbite,
1: jutting your jaw forward, or like uh, yeah, 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 falling yeah. in your shoulders, yeah. and right. then
0: naturally this follows. Fair enough. Right. So, it's been trying at a good laugh. The what mumbles. the fuck did you just say? I okay. can't understand. Sir's so been enjoying the good life, the assistant mumbles, head pressed against Rigel's rotund belly as he draws the tape measure around the quivering gut.: You should get danger money for that, John notes, eyeing the small assistant with admiration. He'd never get that close to Rigel's <laughs> windy regions. <laughs> the assistant smiles black The assistant smiles back bleakly, eyes glazed with resignation, and maybe watering a bit too.
1: Hey, helium is inert. Yeah. Rigel sucks in his stomach to glare down at the
0: man. Well? The assistant struggles to bring the ends of the tape measure together. Sir seems to be at the larger end of the spectrum.
1: A larger appetite, you mean? Rigel corrects.
0: I think a larger petite, not appetite.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a missed opportunity. No, I get
0: that, yes.
1: (laughs) A larger petite, you mean? Rigel corrects, glancing at himself lovingly in the mirror. His green lowliness is naked except for his underwear
0: and that jaunty beret. Right, the man's trying to tell you you need to rent a tent.
1: (laughs) Sir is definitely at the extreme edge of our fatigue range, the assistant says judiciously, clambering to his tiny feet and rolling up the tape measure with finality. Tiny feet, do you think the the assistant is also Hynerian?
0: Maybe, yes. Mm. No. And the assistant himself said, I'm on the extreme edge. (laughs) Ha ha! Yes, you are. Rigel's indignation makes his black pom-pom quiver. Does that imply nothing to you? Nothing I already knew. Good, good, the assistant says, running a hand across a moist brow. If so, we'll just put this robe on and follow me. Rigel ignores the
1: proffered, terry-toweling robe. Where are we going? I like it here. I like this mirror, and this mirror likes me. He ratches in his belly, turns to the side, places a hand where his hip should be. Because <laughs> <laughs> any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meets Jim West. And smiles peggy teeth at his mirror image. The assistant stammers,
0: coughs and shuffles his feet. Coming through loud and clear, Houston. <laughs> we have a special section for the larger uh, Petit Hainarian, the man ventures. Rigel smirks at John in triumph. Really, now? Well, well. The assistant slips the robe onto the unprotesting Rigel and indicates the curtained entrance. Ooh.
1: if th- I'm not leaving without this mirror. Will you allow my grunt to bring it? It's high time he made himself useful. His advice has been... Uh, has been... Rigel snaps his fingers, searching for the words.
0: Uh, the perils of possessing a petite sass brain... John Stage whispers to the confused assistant. <laughs> uh, sadly lacking, Rigel finishes with a glare,
1: pushing, pulling the knot tighter about his corpulent form, an addition of a cigar, and he'd be Edward G. Robinson in Key Largo. I think I've seen that,
0: but. Oh. Uh, I mean, you can
1: immediately imagine it. It, it, it. It's sort of a. Like, I imagine a Hitchcockian man uh, sitting back in a head chair.
0: Okay, Rococo. Anything to get you out of La La Land and back to a grimmer, fatter reality? Whoa. John easily hefts the standing mirror, tucks it under his arm, and follows Rigel and the assistant through the curtain and across to the oversized section.
1: Oversized? God, you'd think that Rigel would be delighted to finally be considered oversized.
0: I mean, yes. I mean, it's probably a wealth sign in uh, Hynerians. And, I mean, he likes to eat.
1: "'It's a little snug,' Rigel complains, "'his fingers struggling with the toggles of his suit.' "'Toggles. Maybe the mirror?'
0: The assistant's reedy voice cracks. "'Sir has already tried six mirrors.'
1: "'Can I help it if they're all bowed?' Rigel snaps peevishly. "'Really, if you choose to stock your clothing emporium with faulty mirrors, "'I can't be held responsible, can I?'
0: "'Yes, no, sir,' the assistant murmurs in confusion.' Quite right too, Rigel avers. Well, that's an unusual word. I know that only from
1: Oh, the Wizard of Oz. Mm. As coroner I must have really I so thoroughly examined her. Ooh, and I... she is not just merely that she's really quite extremely dead. Okay. So it's a, a Rigel averts. He pulls in his stomach and tries again, the toggle finally sliding into place with an ominous creak. <laughs> he pats his cravat and executes a small twirl, eyes fixed on his reflection. I'm not sure about the cut. The, the line. What
0: line, sir? His assistant responds despairingly.
1: Rigel tugs the straining jacket down while executing a series of small wiggles. Oh, the modern lines, an elegant styling of the Hynerian of today. Rigel Paris from memory. He raises a make-believe wine glass and makes a toast to his pudgy reflection. Beat the system and leave the straight life behind. Cruel is cruel. The loose robe is a
0: no-no. Why would Rigel want to beat the system? He is at the top of the system. He benefits from the system. That He's is like... a really good point. <laughs> Yes, sir, of course, sir. The assistant steadies himself with a hand upon the dressing room chair.
1: Rigel jabs a finger at the crumpled catalogue on the seat. It's all in there. Don't you read your own catalogues? Of course, sir. Scintillating reading. Rigel sniffs, then turns to grin at his reflection, fingers just managing to work their way into the suit's pockets. He strikes a dignified pose. Very well. By
0: the way... "'Is this natty number the vagabond?' Uh, "'No, sir, it's, it's the minstrel. "'Shall I fetch sir's clothing adviser? the man asks, glancing longingly at the door. <laughs> uh, "'Yes, yes,' Rigel snaps with a flash
1: of irritation. "'Where is he, anyway?' "'I saw him last in ladies' lingerie.' Yes, that's Crichton, Rigel mutes, fluffing up his enormous cravat.
0: John's just studying the engineering on a three cup bra, <laughs> when the smile Hynerian's <laughs> assistant bustles up to him. Sir wishes your presence. He has made a selection.
1: Has he? Raising his hand, John checks a non existent watch. Only took what three
0: hours? Sir is an awkward size, the man gestures helplessly.
1: Oh, I dunno, he plugged a hole in the Leviathan <laughs> once. <laughs> One size fits all.
0: <laughs> the assistant's get eyes glaze and he seems to totter.
1: Lead on, Macduff, John gestures with a shrug. Oh, he knows just Shakespeare.
0: Ooh. Show me the damage. Over here, sir. The man gestures to a row of kindergarten chairs in a race day. Day? dais, dais, is ends. it, yeah. If you, if you just take a seat, sir, wishes to surprise you. Again, John
1: retorts, drawing up three chairs and plonking himself down. I, that kind of makes sense. I mean, we've seen John sitting, and he sits like a bisexual person, which is yeah. unable to normally sit in a chair that always got, like, one leg thrown right, yes, up. And,
0: kind of rikering it occasionally.
1: Yes, yes. He gazes up at the assistant and sighs in resignation. I'm sorry, by the way, to any bisexual people, there is a <laughs> meme on Twitter that bisexuals don't, need, don't know how to sit in chairs, yeah. and it's about artists and whatever, or like, leading to... Something that I still desire for my home office, the bisexual chair, which Uh-oh. is this modular number that you can really configure in a lot of things. Oh, it's, so not this, like a
0: it's not that like chair which kind of looks like a tree with balls stuck on the end, uh, which is like we're well, actually no. in, in Worf's in Worf's room in Star Trek at one point.
1: No, it's much better. Like it's got okay. like you can set it up like an, a a normal office chair with armrests, or you can use one of the armrests as like a leg rest if you want to oh. sit in like half yoga position and it all. It sounds
0: that. like it would be very prone to breaking, but yeah.
1: Well like most bisexuals it can take a pounding
0: <laughs> Fair it's point. Up
1: at the, I'm so sorry He gazes up at the assistant And sighs in resignation Have you ever had that sinking feeling, like, low down in the pit of your stomach?
0: The assistant looks round surreptitiously and draws a flask from a pouch at his hip. I suggest a drop of this, sir. I find it helps. (laughs) A man after my own heart. No, sir. uh, I'm happily married.
1: No, sorry. I said that. But the line is, (laughs) you're a man after my own heart.
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no, sir. I'm happily married. Shame, John replies, nice, lifting the small flask to his lips and taking a swishing gurgle. Righteous voice flutes from behind the curtain. Where's that yachts of a fashion advisor? Crichton, Crichton, are you there? The assistant flinches as he takes
1: back the flask. If I may, sir, why do you stay? The position of fashion
0: advisor must be an arduous one. John thinks of all the ways he could answer that question and decides to play it safe. The tartan tyrant pays well
1: <laughs> Did you have to study sir The fashionable cuts The latest stylings Crichton <laughs> The assistant's eyes glaze over And he takes a quick sip from his flask Ooh, that's Sound effects <laughs> Ah,
0: yeah, yeah John calls back Kicking at the row of chairs in front of him To stretch out and cross his legs
1: He is super bisexual in this episode <laughs> The assistant melts away, <laughs> and after a while, some tinny music is piped into the room. John yawns, wishing for more of the assistant's excellent raslack, then looks down in annoyance when he finds his fingers tapping to the rhythmic, almost disco beat. He crosses his
0: arms and sinks down glumly. The music pauses as the curtain is twitched back. The small green assistant wavers under the spotlight. Oh, so yeah, he is a Hynerian. Uh, yeah. Rigel's battered catalogue clutched in his hand. The minstrel, he reads uncertainly, voice quavering, make more than a noise in the latest mode, brought to you by, by the house of Wranghall. The wandering minstrel is a perfect attire to wander the busy streets by day or to enchant the ladies in the long Hynerian nights. Listen to the delicate strains. Get a rally move on! And the la- lady's soft refrains as you play that song again and again with the wandering minstrel. You can make beautiful music at any time of the day or night. The music picks up
1: again, the curtain draws back, and Rigel <coughs> is revealed. Pink, suede like boots with golden buckles.
0: Have we ever seen Rigel's feet?
1: Yes, the underside. He sits with his feet up. Oh, and yes, he's, yes, he's yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, you're right, yeah. They're just little ones. Yeah. Uh,
1: pink suede-like boots with golden buckles, a tiny pair of purple trousers straining at the seams, a navy blue suit jacket with wide lapels, a yellow cravat that hides the bottom portions of Rigel's face. He swings a gold-topped cane with studied nonchalance, eyes barely visible beneath the Ronald McDonald golfing beret.
0: <laughs> 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 the assistant nods and smiles, stepping forward to brush away an imaginary speck of Dutch dust from Rigel's arm.
1: You know... I get the feeling that Kixer sort of wrote this to, like, mock Rigel or to maybe spawn some, some fan art into yeah. existence that I now really want to see. But this is a kick-ass look.
0: Oh, yeah. I I can, I can, totally, I can totally see him. It should have been a golf club rather than a cane, though. But other than that, I totally agree. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. You're, uh, l- like my boyfriend, you are a golfer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Have you ever seen anyone with a golfing beret? Oh, not actually in
0: the flesh, out live, no. See,
1: Dutch golfers, they're not particularly no. flamboyant. No, I
0: mean, they? it's its always like, you know, the worst you get is red trousers and uh, everybody wears a polo shirt. You know? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, Rigel inquires,
0: voice muffled from behind, oh, sorry,
1: well, Rigel inquires, voice muffled from behind the beret, from behind the cravat. <laughs>
0: Is this a no-no or a go-go? John sneaks a quick look at the assistant, that studies Ri- then studies Rigel for a long minute. That hat's starting to grow on me. Funny. Yeah. I never thought it would. Yeah. There's something about the black pom-pom.
1: Rigel takes a tottery step forward, running a quick hand along his chest.
0: What do you think of the rest? The cut? The line? The toggles? <laughs> John eyes the rotund figure doubtfully. The, uh, line? The tailoring,
1: Crichton. It must be obvious
0: even to one of your limited intelligence. Man, don't tempt me.
1: This is the latest. Hot from the fashion houses of Hyneria. For once, I am up to date and relevant. A dominar of his time. Well, it's colourful. I'll give it that. Rigel stamps his foot angrily. But I want to make music. You never had any trouble before. Rigel bestows a withering glare. It's all a joke to you, isn't it?
0: John sighs. <sighs> look, little dude, of course it's obvious to one of my limited intelligence. It's obvious that it's a catastrophe. Uh, Catast- a catastrophe.
1: That was even your nickname on I one know, website that we know. It
0: was Catastrophe, but yeah, because K, yeah. Oh, yeah. You look like a beach ball wrapped in velvet with toggles. Nary lion line to be seen. Rigel
1: turns to the cowering assistant. "'I told you I wanted the vagabond. "'The minstrel just doesn't have the solidity, "'the gravitas of clothing befitting a dominar.' "'However,' he concedes, looking down at his ornate cravats, I do like the colours.
0: The assistant stares at his empty flask and seems to find a little courage. Yeah, Mm. Dutch courage. (laughs) (laughs) Hainarian royalty still persist with the robes, sir. They are not swayed by the youngsters of today with their bright colours and wash and wear fabrics. Why, domina Bishan only ordered two (gasps) new robes from us the other day. Oh, Bishan,
1: Bishan shops here. Rigel sways, pom-pom swinging, as he balances himself with the cane.
0: Strictly speaking, it was Bishop's assistant, sir. Dominic Bishon has more pressing matters to attend to than shop at our little stall. Then I'll have
1: five of what he had. Bigger, wider, better, Rigel growls, wrenching the cravat from his neck. Really, if you'd only told me this before, we could have saved so much time. I wasted half the day in here.
0: Ah, oh, still like the hat, John Compley, uh, Compley. John Compley. No, he does complain. Yeah. Why does he complain? It was like I, was, I thought that was going to be compliment. So, I still like the hat. John complains beseechingly. Dude. Rigel rips it from his head and flings
1: it through the air. Oh, no, like a frisbee. Here, keep it with my compliments.
0: John catches it one-handed.
1: Cool. Where's my robe? Rigel asks roughly, looking around while his fingers work the tight toggles of his jacket.
0: The assistant pales. Sir, so wanted me to have it sent to the orphanage. Immediately, if I recall. Get it
1: back, Rigel orders, raising an implacable finger. I want three copies made, every stitch to be recreated. Cruel is cruel, and I like it that way.
0: What about the toy stuffing John asked mildly, looking up from fluffing the black pom-pom. The orphans. So then this, Rigel, losing patience,
1: ripped off his jacket. Oh no, uh, a few toggles. Pinging amongst the chairs. Let's see them stuff a boodong with a wandering minstrel.
0: Oh, John says placidly.
1: Two arms later, Rigel flings back the curtain, wrapped in his original robe, while slumped grumpily in his throne sled. As if he's tuned to the throne sled's whirring gyros, Crichton wakes up from his doze on the chairs. He hauls himself painfully to his feet, rubbing life back into one leg.
0: Oh, I know. He complains <laughs> through a yawn.
1: <laughs> Normally I edit your yawns out and you manage to time it perfectly.
0: <laughs> I was holding that back for a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he complains through a yawn as he falls in behind, limping erratically. Remind me never to go shopping with you again.
1: No, I don't know. Shopping can have its compensations. Ryder responds with a faint smile, acknowledging the grinning faces of the passers-by. He wonders how long it will take before Crichton realizes he's wearing the latest in Hainarian headwear—the ridiculous hat perched precariously atop Crichton's head. Hopefully, he won't realize until they reach the transport pod. Rigel can barely suppress a snicker. Under the shop lights, the pom pom bounces its jaunty shadow upon the floor as Crichton stumbles behind, suppressing yet
0: another yawn. People sure are friendly, Crichton comments, nodding back at the smiling customers as they hover past.
1: Yes, Crichton is right. There is something appealing about that resilient black pom-pom. Maybe he'll snurch back the hat from him later. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha The end! Kickstarter!
0: <laughs> oh. I love this story! There's oh. a lot of Drigel and Crichton like voice. Like, oh, this was like a fun story to do with this all the was voices.
1: So much fun, and just the the imagery. Oh God, I wish he'd worn that suit. Like, I celebrate people who people's bodies are worth celebrating, and like any anything that's like body fitting. I know that we, you and I, have sort of complained that all the jeans in the in the in the world these days seem to be you know like skinny, fit, and like tight leg, and yeah. We're gentlemen of a different era. We like a, you know, like I mean, a straight I leg have, or a
0: boot cut. Yeah, I have literally had to buy pants, which were trousers for the English readers, uh, listeners, uh, that were like two or three waist sizes too big, just to be able to fit my thunder thighs into the legs. You know, it's well, and and
1: and that's okay. I mean, we we
0: we grew up in a different era. We like the I like the boot cut
1: cut. Mm. But that's just something I want. But there is something pure about the the the, the tighter cuts, like they. They fit and they celebrate the human body, which is always a great shape. Or in this
0: case, the Hynerian shape. Yeah, which is like you know round. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting because we've never actually seen another hynerian other than their heads, have we?
1: Oh yes, you're right. Yes, we did see some severed Hynerian heads. Yikes!
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> in uh,
0: uh well. in Crisis uh, yeah, Office back on war. the back on the uh, the carrier, command carrier. Command
1: carrier. Gosh, yeah. yeah.
0: But that's the only other time we've ever seen Hynerian.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I sort of imagined that very early on that in the script, like writing stage, they were imagining, oh, and then we can go to Delvia. Yeah, that's cool. And then they found out, oh, shit, then we're going to have to do that and make makeup to like 200 people. Like, it's
0: going to be like no. 300 hours of makeup. No, so, we'll yeah. just do
1: a, a colony. I was like, oh, we yeah. can go to Hyneria.
0: No. But then we're going to have to make a massive puppeteering thing. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, because Rigel cost like 200. Trillion I million mean, dollars that would
0: be like the throne room of the goblin king but then with Hynerians
1: <laughs> maybe one day <laughs> yeah hey for now thank you Kixa. I was a bit nervous because this hadn't been recommended by anyone and this just sort of grabbed something off the pile that I'd kind of like this I'm is a fantastic so story thank you so much join us <laughs> next week when we dive into the next episode of Farscape and in the meantime
0: bye 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 bye